You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. This would be our number two of The Rob Carson Show on the day that right now, hearings are opening whistleblower testimony in Congress right now. Two whistleblowers are going to be testifying on uh, Joe Biden um, corruption with his family. We all know the story. You got uh, suspicious activity reports of bank accounts and tens of millions of dollars coming from our enemies and all of that. And that's one of the reasons why uh, Donald Trump was, well, uh, gotten a letter a Sunday night from Jack Smith, who's already indicted him one time, has decided out of nowhere, out of whole cloth, to go after him for January the 6th, even though Donald Trump was uh, acquitted of any uh, any incitement with regard to uh, January the 6th by Congress when he was impeached for the second time. So so then there's that. Oh, and then, of course, there's a congressional kangaroo court that happened for weeks that was produced by an ABC producer that had people like uh, Liz Cheney there and, and Adam Schiff presenting a one-sided argument with no cross-examination and no defense witnesses at all. And what happened then? Well, absolutely nothing. You know why? Because he didn't incite anything on January the 6th. This is all about keeping Donald Trump from running because, and by the way, just real quick, I want to thank Jack Smith personally. I'm going to be the only conservative pundit who does this. Pundit. I'm a pundit. Whatever. No. I'm a guy. Uh, (laughs) I'm a pundit. Sure. I'm a pundit. I'm a journalist, too, while I'm at it. Sure. You're a pundit. You're a journalist. Whatever. Whatever. Anyway, I'm just a common sense guy. All right, who just happens to have a pretty extensive career in broadcasting and studying politics and writing political satire. That's what I am. But, uh, but that's what it all is all about. And, and I want to thank Jack Smith for giving Donald Trump 10 more points. Uh, this is going to be probably worth about 10 more points. And, uh, and it's going to be pretty bad here if you keep indicting Donald Trump. He's going to be polling at above 100%, which is what Democrats normally do in Democrat-held counties. Uh, or at least they get, you know, 110% of the vote, which is, uh, you know, not legal. Here is uh, Marjorie Taylor with a beautiful, a beautiful line, a couple of beautiful lines uh, yesterday about what's happening in our country. President Trump is to arrest him, smear him, charge him with ridiculous charges, all in a cover-up of Joe Biden's crimes, Hunter Biden's crimes. It's it's unbelievable. It's hard to even recognize that this is our country. Um, the American people are going to be furious. Listen to that. Did you hear that? Listen to this that this is our country um the american people are going to be furious nah. and and what jack smith is oh hell no we've been that way for a long time you know we've been really furious for a really long time it's getting worse than that it's doing is is the weaponized government and he's weaponizing the department of justice against president trump yeah and here is another uh, wonderful piece from uh, marjorie taylor Greene. she's an extremist she's a denier no she's not she's just a badass conservative woman that's what she is President Trump is winning the primary with over 80% poll after poll after poll. He is our presumptive nominee, just as I predicted he always would be. Um, He will win the general election. That's what polling shows over and over and over again. And the American people want him back in the White House. We don't want criminals uh, running our government. We don't 
want communists in charge. We're a free people and, and we're determined to stay one. Isn't it kind of weird that the indictment or the letter for the indictment happened, uh, I don't know, a couple days before a gigantic day in Congress where two IRS whistleblowers who are very credible are going to bring credible evidence that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden are completely corrupt? Here we have three powerful committees joining together. We have Judiciary, Oversight, and Ways and Means coming together. This is a big one. This is not your usual congressional hearing, kids. Linking arms and putting all of our evidence together. Of course, the timing is, is too, it's so ironic. It's it's like you almost could write it in a script for a movie. And the world is laughing at us. They're watching America literally fall from the inside as our government has become weaponized against their political opponents. And realize that freedom-loving people around the world want America to succeed because for them to succeed, America has to. They know it. They know it. There are a lot of people who see right through this, even if they live in France, and they know that if America's light's extinguished, then it's over for goodness. A little bit more from MTG about the evidence. And our investigation is not directly into Hunter Biden. Our investigation is directly into Joe Biden. Oh. And the amount of evidence that we already have in a very short, uh, just under seven months, is shocking. We have LLCs. Uh, we have wire transfers on bank statements coming from many foreign countries into these LLCs, being paid out to Biden family members. Biden family member and Biden family member. This is something that cannot be ignored. And the um, the establishment Washington here, those that, that want to continue to pre protect Joe Biden, they know it better than anyone. Yeah. So, of course, Jack Smith is ramping this up. And the American people see it for exactly what it is. Yeah, because they're the ones who are scared. That's why we shouldn't be afraid. They're the ones who are afraid. And by the way, there are several far-left senators, uh, radical uh, uh, Republicans, are threatening to leave the the GOP if the party continues its path of, uh, of, uh, of uh, defending uh, Joe Biden and going after George Bush. Those are uh, Lisa Murkowski, John Thune, John Cornyn, among others, who are, and Mitt Romney, threatening that they could possibly leave the Republican Party unless they uh, get off this going after Joe Biden and, uh, and uh, stop protesting going after Donald Trump. So I say if they want to go, don't let the ass hit you in the door. Bye-bye, Mitt. Here's Mitch. Bye-bye, Murkowski, too. I might be joining you and stop living a lie. I think this is Jim Gossett. Bye-bye, Blunt. Sounds like Mitch. Bye-bye, Lindsey Graham. Bye-bye, Lindsey. Conservatives we slam, so why not say goodbye? Where's Lindsey Graham? Bye-bye, party, bye-bye. Take it away, Mitt. Yes, we're all rhinos. We are swamp rats. We might as well be Democrats. Might as well. Goodbye, John Thune, who we applaud. Murkowski. Cause just like you meant, John is a fraud. Oh, thank you, Mitch. I appreciate that. Bye-bye, <laughs> plan. We'll never come to pass. Cause Trump will kick our ass. We met with the wrong, wrong guy. That is nice. Bye bye to us. Bye bye. I gotta tell you. You know what? I, I wrote a lot of really, really good stuff for Rush Limbaugh, but I'm gonna tell you. Uh, that's about as good as it gets right there. Jim Gossett, ladies and gentlemen, wrote that this morning. I said, hey, man, we need something on these, these rhinos who are threatening to leave. You know, it's kind of like, 
I don't know, it's like having Jeffrey Dahmer as a roommate and say, uh, Jeffrey saying, hey, you know what, unless you clean up your act, I'm moving out. You're like, okay. You know? <laughs> It's kind of like that. Oh, oh, and, and if you needed any more um, evidence that we're winning, and we are winning, these, the, all of this crap is just distraction nonsense. But uh, here's, here's another way that I know that we're winning. You know that new uh, thread, the new uh, Twitter that Mark Zuckerberg created? You know, everybody's going to go over to thread, and everybody's, you know, Whoopi Goldberg is going to go on thread, like she's going to have a lot of people following her over there. Anyway, threads... Uh, apparently saw an initial 100 million users faster than any group. group. (laughs) Sorry, I was thinking about Hunter Biden or or Joe Biden. Faster growth than any app in history. Two days after its launch, July 7th, reached peak traffic, 49 million daily visitors. By uh, July 14th, Bastille Day. Bastille Day, that was Friday, down to 23. Gigantic fall, 50% drop in daily activity on threads. You want to know one of the reasons why? Because Twitter isn't just a social media network. It's an action. All right? Think about how hard it is going to wrest this from Elon Musk that you tweeted something. Right? You threaded something? Yeah, I just threaded something. You know, it's, it's a tough road to hoe going against Twitter, and it looks like it's doing a face plant. Because i got to tell you, uh, I never really liked Twitter because I was always banned and everything, you know, and always uh, shadow banned and taken off and all that. But now I've actually been kind of enjoying it. And I notice that my interactions are much bigger on Twitter. I had a, I had a, a video just promoting Donald Trump was getting on my show last week. 30,000 views. So, yeah, it, 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 the, it isn't a brand. It's an action. That's why it's still so powerful. And also the fact that Mark Zuckerberg is a complete uh, D-bag and, uh, and uh, a leftist. And uh, there you go. And, he's, and he censored a lot of, of free speech. Let's go to, what do we see? Do we have, who do we have? Do we have uh, Tariq in Ellicott City? Let's get to Tariq in Ellicott City. Hello, Tariq. How you doing, my friend? Hi. Good afternoon. Uh, there's yeah. three, ladies, three ladies that I want interviewed by this committee. They are Hillary Clinton, Miriam Bowser, and Nancy Pelosi. Yes. I want to know why is it that there were not sufficient law enforcement people at the demonstration? I was there. I was standing right across the parking lot from the building with my wife, and we were uh, we were chanting "Stop the steal!" like just about all the other uh, retired people at the demonstration. But I did see some young fellows walking around with those uh, electronic earpieces. And I said, oh, that's interesting. What's wrong with this picture? I wonder who he is. And then one of them right in front of me, maybe I was 10 feet away, picks up one of those barricades and separates it and lets uh, several thousand people come in. They weren't pushing against the barricade. He had opened it up right in front of some people. They walked in. The people behind didn't know he had just opened it. And they just walked in. And they didn't break down the door. They were let in. There were no yes. damaged doors. Well, they Tariq, Tariq, I want to I want to ask you this, Tariq. How do unarmed people break into a federal building that is supposed to be that secure? Do you suppose that the J six protesters, without any weapons, would be able to storm the uh, the U S. Mint? Uh, no, I don't. And you're probably a football fan. There's, yes. There's a strategy in uh, in tackle football being drawn off sides. Yes. Okay, that's what happened over here. (laughs) Yes, The people in charge drew 
the protesters off sides. Yes. They shouldn't have gone into the building. Yeah. But, you know, if the door is open and no one's yeah. saying stop, 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 I can understand why they would have walked in. Well, Tariq, explain to me why there was no damage to the inside of the building and why people were staying within the velvet ropes in the rotunda and taking selfies with police officers. Because these people were not part of any attempt to overthrow the government and create the destruction. Yep. You know, our, our friends in the uh, liberal establishment really believe inside it takes a pillage. You have to destroy in order to get social change. We don't believe that. <laughs> it takes a pillage. <laughs> you like that line? That's beautiful. It takes a pillage. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's glorious. <laughs> Tariq, that's beautiful. Listen, I got to run, bro. Okay. Thanks for the call. Let me let me just read some of the uh, criminals that are affiliated with January the 6th, the insurrection at the, uh, at the Capitol. And these are the people, you know, you think of these people right up there with uh, John Brown. You know, I mean, uh, he, was, he was fighting against the South. He was a good guy. But anyway, uh, here here we are. You've got uh, all of these people here. One, I have a count of uh, conspiracy to commit forgery, 14-year felony, two counts of forgery, count of conspiracy to commit uttering and publishing, one count of uttering and publishing, com- com- conspiracy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Kathy uh, uh, Burden, 70. Clifford Frost, 75. Stanley Grott, 71. John Haggard, 82. Marianne uh, Henry, 65. Don't these just sound like a badass army going to the Capitol to storm it? Uh, let me see. Uh, James Renner, 76. Lansing, Michigan. Myra Rodriguez, 64. Rose Rook, 81. Of Pawpaw, picking up pawpaws. Uh, Marianne Sheridan, 69. Ken Thompson, 68. Kent Vanderwood, 69. These are the criminal conspirators who tried to overthrow the government before they got to uh, Old Country Buffet for the early bird special. Yeah, they're real, and they really, really had a serious, uh, uh, serious uh, insurrection. All right, a little bit more on this, and then some of the hearings. I'm trying to grab some audio from the hearings. Your phone calls is welcome, uh, G- as well, I should say. Gina and Johnny, you guys are up next. This is the Rob Carson Show. Driving snowflakes and candy aisle kids crazier every day. It's the Rob Carson Show. This is Jason Aldean. Three years after the riots of 2020, getting attacked by the left for this. Sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk. Carjacking old lady at a red light. Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store. You think it's cool, act a fool if you like. Cuss out a cop, spit in his face. Stomp on the flag. Left is saying that he is uh, talking about lynching, which is uh, what they do. They're morons. Uh, he is talking about America's small towns. It's kind of weird. You know, I, I went to uh, you know my hometown and uh, all the surrounding communities. The small towns, uh, two hundred people or less. And and uh, and I, I remember when uh, the riots were happening. I said, "Why don't you bring that stuff to my neighborhood? If you think you're so tough, why don't you bring that to my neighborhood? Because I got neighbors up and down this block. Half of them have firearms. I would love to." And I wasn't called a racist. You know why? Because I wasn't being racist. But you know what's really racist? Is Jason Aldean talks about uh, uh, robbing liquor stores and doing this and burning stuff. And the left immediately assumes he's talking about black people. 
So there you go. <laughs> You're racist. They're like, it's racist. You know, and I don't think any of the words in there he said, oh, yeah, the black people. It's just that liberals, of course, said, oh, he's talking about robbing stuff and burning stuff and all this. He must be talking about black people. I mean, how racist could the left couldn't be? I'm, I'm downloading that song. I don't even like country music that much, but I am downloading that song. It is called Small Town, and it is. It's what America's small towns and reasonable suburbs are saying. Bring that crap here and see how well it works. Because it ain't going to fly. And you know what else ain't going to fly? This BS on Capitol Hill uh, with uh, with this, the IRS whistleblowers telling the truth and the left trying to tear them down in this BS indictment of Donald Trump. Yeah, bring that stuff because America's small towns are really just kind of done with all this nonsense. We're tired of being flyover country. We're tired of being abused. We're tired of all of our money going somewhere else, including $200 billion to a war in Ukraine while America's streets crumble even though, you know, infrastructure was supposed to fix it. Yeah, bring it. Bring it. Anytime you want to bring it. Bring it to D- out of D.C. Bring it to a small town. See how far that gets you. Let's go to uh, Gina in Fredericksburg. Hello, Gina. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Hi. Uh, speaking of small towns, there was some gunfire in Pennsylvania County some months back. And when the news reporter got there, there's residents walking all over with their um, Second Amendment rights ready to help the police in any way they could. And I had heard a few people on Facebook say, look at all the guns in Pennsylvania. We want to move there. (laughs) Well, you know, Gina, where I live, open carry is available. And uh, Gina, would you like to guess how many liquor store robberies and smash and grab robberies happened in my my suburb this last year? I'm going to guess none. None. You're exactly right. You are exact. No smash and grab robberies. Nobody going into the Walgreens. We don't have to put chains on the doors or nothing. You know why? Because you get your ass shot if you try that stuff. Or somebody will take that sh- grocery cart uh, of, of laundry detergent you're leaving b- uh, big lots with, and they'll just take the cart from you, or they'll block their car, or they'll, uh, or they'll uh, you know, let the air out of your tires. So, uh, yeah, exactly, Gina. That's a good point. And you made the comments about Jack Smith being yes. either the snake or the or the tool, but he is both. He is a snake and he is a tool. That's right. You've got Merrick Garland, his toilet is overflowing, and Jack Smith is a snake who's going to try and unclog it. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Let's go to uh, Johnny in Silicon Valley. Hello, Johnny. How you doing, my friend? Hey, we all know. Okay, you know, because think about it. Go back to January sixth. Okay, we were there was lockdown, and I keep. You'll love this. So the whole thing was no one got to do Burning Man or, or music festival. So what that really was was Capital Man slash Woodstock, right? These people had nothing to do. They were hanging out, right? It was a big party. I mean, and, and no one, well, those people, oh, yeah, Tatanka, the guy with the horns was going to take over America, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Where's the music yeah. festival? This was literally a music, you know, Burning Man. This was Capital Man. direction and and also on trump the stupidest thing ever my father founded stanford research institute okay they wouldn't talk about classified documents tell them we still have the manuals from all the airplanes everything that was worked on they come after us hey johnny do you do you does your dad since he was involved with stanford does he have any information on the stanford stanford virality project where stanford university worked in cahoots with the federal agencies to shut down free speech no, he was. He was. He knows the guys that were on the other side are actually trying to get that out. Oh, good. All right, bro. Well, 
I appreciate your thoughts. I, I got to run. I got to run, buddy. I appreciate it. We got somebody who I really, really love to uh, share and tweet on Twitter. Uh, you may know DC Drano. That guy is Rogan O'Handley. He is a lawyer, conservative artist, social media influencer, an awesome dude. And we're going to get his take on all of this coming up next. Mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat Party say you spread disinformation. It means you know the truth. The important is you said the truth. It's the Rob Carson Show. New bumper music alert. By the way, we are uh, expecting a phone call from Rogan O'Hanley, also known as DC Drano on Twitter. Uh, awesome, 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 awesome. Um, you know, my wife and I are investing in precious metals because, you know, it's a little nuts right now. A little nuts right now. Here's a headline for you from Daniel Horowitz. Deficit explodes in June as interest on debt becomes third largest government extent, uh, ex- expense, expenditure. In other words, do we have a stable economy? No. We don't. $122 billion on debt topped the entire Pentagon budget of $75 billion for the month of June. We are in debt. $32 trillion. And they have no plan for paying it back. And we don't know what it's going to do inflation. We don't know what's going to do the currency. We don't know what the heck is going on. But one thing that has always had value is gold. Precious metals. Here is this. I found this. This is out of Kentucky. A uh, lucky man just found 700 rare U.S. gold coins buried in a cornfield in Kentucky. They were from uh, 1840 to 1862. They're saying, yeah, $2 million. Now, that ain't going to happen for you. You're not going to find them in your backyard, but you can call Swiss America. And you can invest the smart way, an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Let Swiss America educate you on protecting your assets. Learn the truth in their shocking report, The Secret of War on Cash. You owe it to yourself to write down this number. And when you do, and when you call or when you text, mention my name, Rob Carson, okay? They're going to set you up. They're going to send you The Secret of War on Cash. You're going to learn a whole lot. And maybe you'll have some ammunition against the insanity that's happening right now in our country. Here's a number, 800-289-2646, 800-289-2646. You can call right now, get the secret war on cash. Free to my listeners, just mention Rob Carson when you text or call, 800-289-2646. Or you can go to SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. Message and data rates apply. Yeah, the service on the debt could be enough to wreck the economy. And we've all seen what happens to the value of your money. When you go to the grocery store, <laughs> you know, it's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. Oh, uh, Jim Comer started uh, testimony on Capitol objection? Hill. Let me start this here. I'm just running this on the fly. This is Jim Comer, con- congressman, with opening statements, opening remarks on the uh, whistleblower testimony. By the way, uh, the whistleblower known as Whistleblower X is Joe Ziegler. He's the gay Democrat. And by the way, the FBI supervisory agent, special agent, told Joe Ziegler, don't go. Decline to respond to the committee. Joe Ziegler is a brave man. 
for doing this. And we're going to get his testimony here very shortly. He says that as a gay Democrat, he has been harangued and harassed and threatened. And he had the temerity and the strength to put his career on the line, his friendships on the line, his party affiliation on the line to tell the truth. Here is Jim Comer. Without objection, Chairman of the Ways and Means Committee, Mr. Jason Smith of Missouri, is waived onto the committee for the purpose of making an opening statement and questioning the witnesses at today's committee hearing. I want to thank Chairman Smith and Chairman Jordan for their cooperation and working... Okay, these sound like kind of perfunctory statements, nothing really meaty or juicy yet. We'll wait for the juicy stuff. In the meantime, we get the, the juiciest of stuff right now. You get it on DC Drano on Twitter, and Rogan O'Hanley put that together, and he joins us on the Newsmax Hotline. My brother, it is a pleasure to have you on the show today. Oh, thank you for having me. It's an honor. Appreciate the invite. You guys have one of the best audiences. Well, I'm going to tell you, uh, uh, I, I check out your stuff all the time on, uh, online. I, I frequently share it on air. I share it on my TV show because you have a uh, real insight. Now, I don't know if you heard this. This is, um, speaking of DC Drano, which, of course, is a, a liquid that you use to, uh, to clean out your toilet. Uh, did you hear what John Kerry, or Senator John Kennedy, said about Merrick Garland with regard to, uh, to uh, uh, toiletry today? Did you hear this yesterday? I'll play it for you, okay? I, I, I haven't heard the exact quote, but I can only imagine how powerful it is. All right, here it is. Have you ever flushed the toilet and the water starts rising? You, you go, dang, you know, I got a problem here, and I think that's where the uh, where the attorney general is. There you go. So <laughs> he's saying basically Merrick Garland's toilet is overflowing, and I guess they're using uh, uh, Jack Smith as a plunger. What do you think, Rogan? Well, I mean, he, you know, Senator Kennedy speaks for uh, at least 74 million Republican voters across this country who are seeing the blatant weaponization of our DOJ. You know, two of the so Trump announced yesterday that he expects to be indicted. This is something we've known. Two of them are directly from the DOJ. The third one in the New York City is from a proxy of the DOJ. Right? They hired. Uh, the, the, the New York attorney, uh, sorry, the district attorney's office hired a DOJ lawyer in December, and then a few months later, Trump gets indicted. So this is all from the Biden regime. This is top down. This is coordinated. This is the guy that was in the Oval Office with Obama planning on how they were going to spy on President Trump. And then he announced it in November of last year at a speech saying, we're going to do everything within our power constitutionally to stop president trump from getting back into office so a shameful weaponization but this is these are the stakes we are effectively at war with corrupt elements of our own government a political war yes one thousand percent i said this i've been saying that we are in the thick of it and i'm going to tell you rogan you know normally we think about world war ii you think about world war one you think about korea and all that nobody never nobody ever had a beachhead on the united states of america until now and they're beyond the beachhead they are in the country they have invaded the country and they are warring against half of the population and they are uh in attempting to uh to take us down to take down the country as founded as Barack Obama promised he was going to fundamentally transform America. That's when I think it began. What do you think? I couldn't agree more. It's a Marxist takeover of our institutions, not only in the government, but in academia and media. And they want total control. They hate uh, the Constitution. They hate the rights 
and protections that it provides for citizens. They, they censored the sitting president of the United States while he was in office. Think about that. Big tech has more power than the leader of the free world. We need to get this under control, and it's a coordinated effort with Wall Street, with big tech, with uh, government institutions, with NGOs, with, with international organizations. It's a WEF agenda. They're far more ahead in their aggressive, tyrannical agenda in Europe. We're seeing the, the farmers revolt because they're, you know, killing the cows and seizing the farms. We are the last target for the global takeover to have a one-world government. This is pretty obvious at this point. And as before, America will have to be the bastion of freedom that protects not only our country, but eventually saves the world. Rogan, that's what they're saying. That's what other countries are saying. They're saying we need the light of America because without the light of America, the whole, the whole world goes dark. I mean, look where the, the world was before the United States of America. Uh, it's ridiculous. Now, you've been very involved in social media. Let me uh, hear from you, your experience the last few years uh, on social media with this massive censorship industrial complex. I, I would love to hear from somebody who has really, really exploded on social media using DC Drano. What has life been like for you until Elon Musk took over Twitter? It's like that, you know that sound they play when you swear on, on TV it goes beep. beep. It's yeah. Like, it's like that. Every every time you post something <laughs> truthful, you get a beep from, yes. from the overlords. Um, you know, I, I can't tell you how many people I come across that say my Facebook was banned, my Twitter was banned, you know, I I only talked about my family on there. I mean it's so uh, insanely pervasive. It's 90 to 95% only against conservatives. I myself was banned off of Twitter for almost two years. And Elon fortunately brought me back in uh -huh. December of last year. And I've gained, you know, almost six or 700,000 followers. I'm almost at a million. So, you know, I think there's a reason why they wanted me banned is because they know that Raw truth is what the American people want to hear, and they're doing everything they can to stop that. So I implore everyone listening to this, your words are the most powerful weapon in the history of the world. The pen is mightier than the sword, and that is why they censor us. That's why they censored <laughs> President Trump. Use your words. Spread your message to your family, your friends, your community. This country is under attack from within by a corrupt government, they know that President Trump is their greatest enemy and that he can actually disassemble the corrupt bureaucratic regime in D.C., and that's why they're going all out to stop him. And it's not just President Trump. We're next. So this oh, yeah. is our only chance to really stop this before... Uh, you know, it, it gets far, far worse. Uh, Rogan, when you heard the word disinformation originally, what did you what did you think? Because when I heard it, I was like, "Huh." The uh, media and social media and Democrats are just using this word like we've known about it forever, and they just started using it. And oddly enough, we kind of began to realize that disinformation was any dissent. I even made a T-shirt said, "Dissent is not disinformation." When you when you when they originally started this disinformation. Or as Stalin used to call it, disinformatia in 1923. How did you react? I mean, the same way you did. It's just another word for dissent. They do not want people exposing their corruption. You know, it used to be when you'd get censored on social media, you know, three, four, five years ago, it would be because, uh, you know, it, it was uh, two plus two is five. Actually, it's four. You know, it was for only the most... <laughs> Basic wrong. Now, 
I have found, especially on Instagram and threads and Facebook, if you criticize Joe Biden, you get censored with fact, fact checks and misinformation. You know, oh, he didn't actually mean to say that he established the greatest voter fraud organization in the country. He meant to say voter, you know, get out the vote. Like they, they cover for him. Right. And and we've seen with Joe Biden in, you know, the, the Missouri v. Biden case, they just filed an appeal in the Fifth Circuit so that they could continue coordinating censorship with all these big tech companies, right? Yes. They are fighting to silence our voices, our own government. And I personally have a lawsuit. Um, it's it's actually, we're, we're pretty high up. I'm not allowed to disclose too much per my lawyer's advice, but I caught the government censoring me. I got the emails in a FOIA request. We are going to take these people down, I promise. It's only a matter of time. And I predict that by next May or June, we will have Supreme Court precedent making it the law of the land that the government cannot censor people on social media as protected under the First Amendment. R- Rogan, have you ever uh, seen anything like this? I mean, we saw the government test our um, tolerance with regard to the restrictions of all of the uh, freedoms afforded by the First Amendment, whether it be going to church or or being able to express yourself publicly. Uh, did you ever expect to see anything like this in a country that has the First Amendment backed up by the Second Amendment? No, no. It, it's, it's actually shocking. Um, it's it's shocking, it's depressing, but it actually gives me a little bit of hope. I feel like we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel here. If they are getting this desperate, this overt, with their corruption, with their censorship, with their warmongering, right? 95%, uh, Turning Point just had a conference, 95% of their 7,000 GOP attendees said they are against funding the Ukraine war. Yes. We are waking up. This is a national movement. This is a global movement. And I can, you know, a, a, a cornered animal fights the hardest, right? That's Absolutely. That's what the state feels like. We are far more powerful than them. That is why they are censoring us. They do not want the word to get out about their crimes. But as long as we keep fighting through the censorship and through the harassment, you know, we're seeing what they're doing with Jason Aldean now, who has a video saying, hey, don't burn down cities and kill people. And they're like, whoa, he's, he's stoking violence. It's like, no, BLM and Antifa, you are the violent ones. We are restoring order to this country. And I have a feeling 2024 is going to bring good news for us. Absolutely. Uh, real quick, thoughts on Donald Trump, this, uh, this uh, supposed indictment that's coming uh, on the heels of two indictments, uh, you know, historic indictments, purely political. What are your thoughts on what's going to happen with regard to Trump I predict he's going to be the nominee, without a doubt, and I think he'll be the president. But what do you think? Well, I agree with you, everything you just said. This indictment is actually the scariest because the Florida indictment was about documents, right? And we know it's all BS, but it was about documents. They're potentially going to charge him with insurrection or seditious conspiracy because they want to disqualify him under the 14th Amendment so that he cannot run for office, right? So if you're convicted of that, they tried to do with Marjorie, it didn't work because she wasn't convicted. If they can get a conviction, which it would be a D.C. jury, right, because you you have to get the jury where the crime, quote, crime, quote, happened. Um, And this one, they they not only may be able to get a conviction, but they could actually get pretrial detention. 
Uh-huh. And I think that's what happens what if that Rogan? I, I'm going to tell you. I think they're starting. To, I think they're trying to start a war. I, I do. Well, I really we, do. We, we have to. We have to have cool heads. I know it, but that's what they're yeah, trying to. They're poking at us, dude. Want I know that is what they want. Amen. We have to be peaceful. We have the numbers. We have the truth. We have the Constitution on our side. We have to fight this as legitimately as we can because the second people start getting over the crossing the line is when they will unleash hell. Hey, Rogan, right could now. you could you stick around for the second break, or do you have to run? Could you stick around for another break, just three minutes? Yeah. Yeah. All right, bro. Little more with Rogan O'Hanley. I've got to take a break. It's a Rob Carson show. His first grade teacher said he talked out of turn. Worse after he's missed a day. Well, things haven't changed. It's the Rob Carson show. I will also note that while the impression has been conveyed by the U.S. attorney in Delaware, that he has similar powers to that of a special counsel in this case. This is Joseph Ziegler. He is Whistleblower X talking about uh, 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 Vice, Weiss, the, uh, the, the prosecutor, and uh, how uh, uh, he was actually kowtowed, uh, not kowtowed, he was actually directed by Merrick Garland. Free reign to do as needed. That was not the case. It appeared to me, based on what I experienced, that the U.S. attorney in Delaware in our investigation was constantly hamstrung, limited, and marginalized by DOJ officials as well as other U.S. attorneys. I still think that a special counsel is necessary for this investigation. There you go. So uh, it looks like this was being directed out of D.C. Rogan O'Hanley. D.C. Drano on Twitter is on the phone. What do you think about that, sir? Well, I think it's uh, I'm, I'm losing track of how many whistleblowers <laughs> we have saying that no, Eric Garland is corrupt. Yes, And my frustration is, why is the GOP House majority not bringing this guy up for impeachment? We're yes. going on to uh, indictment number two for the guy running against Joe Biden, the leading candidate, and we've got zero actual charges against Hunter Biden. we got a slap on the wrist plea deal and a cocaine investigation where they didn't even ask him a single question. Okay, so it, it, it's, it's beyond... Uh, rationality why we have not done anything yet the democrats would have impeached uh, our guy attorney general twice by now let me ask you this why rogan why, why don't why, why why aren't there any ags or or uh, da's uh, republicans around the country going after the bidens i wonder why and that it, is i have the same question as well all we get is mean letters we fight like hell to put these people into office and then all they do is send mean letters. Exercise your power. You know, I'm a you know, big Trump supporter, but if there's one thing Governor DeSantis has shown us, you know, he won a very close race, right? Uh, less than 1% in 2018. And in 22, he did a lot better. But he said, I may have only won a bare majority of the votes, but I have 100% of the power. And he exercised it, and he grew his base to a 20-point victory the next time around. What these Republicans have to understand is, do not play to the middle. Play to the base, and the middle will come to you. Yeah, because I know. Every uh, rational we, American is looking for strength, courage, and leadership right amen. now. I talked to somebody last night. They said, we don't have time to be afraid, but they are. The left is terrified. That's why they're lashing out. Rogan, is there anything uh, that we can do? Give us a site where we can help you out. I know you got some legal bills. Is, do you need assistance that way? And where can people find you? Obviously, D.C. Drano on Twitter. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, DC Drain on Twitter is where you're going to get the, the hottest takes from me because it's the least censored platform. I'm also on Instagram. Or you can sign up for my newsletter at dcdraino.com. I thankfully don't need people's money for this court case because right, we have right. some very big donors that all right, I got up it. because they believe in this. 
I got to run, bro. Thank you so much. Hope to have you on again soon. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. On the World Wide Web, this is The Rob Carson Show. This is The Rob Carson Show, everybody. And if you want to check out the podcast of the show, uh, just go to Newsmax.com slash listen. Today's is definitely uh, worth sharing. We had Rogan O'Handley. Uh, D.C. Drano is what he calls himself on uh, line. He is a, it was a great interview. He was a, a great interview. And he says by this time next year, uh, the world, the United States is going to be a completely different place. And for the better, for the better with regard to uh, all of these, I say this intentionally and have now for years, all these abuses and usurpations that the federal government has heaped upon us. And if you look at the country right now, and you look at the uh, the abuses and usurpations the founders were were uh, suggesting that were happening. You'd have to say that those pale by comparison compared to the amount of money, the amount of neglect, the amount of filthy lying corruption in our federal government, all of the big letter agencies of the federal government. And hopefully by next year, 60, 70, 80 years of corruption will come to an end with uh, a Republican president, uh, presumably and hopefully Donald Trump. So there you go. You're just being a party shill. No, I'm not. I just want things to get fixed and nobody else is going to do it. There you go. And if you think that Mike Pence talking about, we need to outspend Joe Biden on tanks in Iraq is what we need to spend our money on, well, you know what? You probably ought to just maybe not vote. Because uh, that party got left behind in the dust. That uh, Mitt Romney wing, that Paul Ryan wing of the GOP, yeah, that's dead and gone. Dead and gone. The, the ashes of the GOP, that GOP, are in a little urn on Mitch McConnell's mantle. <laughs> What's that? What's that? Is that Grandpa? Nope, nope. That's the old GLP. There you go. Uh, this is uh, IRS whistleblower Joseph Ziegler. He's known as um, uh, uh, Whistleblower X. He is a gay Democrat. You know, and, and the reason why I'm saying this is because Democrats like to play identity politics, and they immediately say you have credibility if you are this and this, and you check a couple boxes. They're going to hate this because gay, married to a man, liberal Democrat, says that the federal government and that Joe Biden's family are completely corrupt. I was raised and have always strived to do what is right. Although I do have my supporters, others have said that I am a traitor to the Democratic Party and that I am causing more division in our society. I implore you to consider that if you were in my position... Are you saying that even gay, Democrat, white guys could stray from the Democrat thought plantation? Well, of course he is. ...with the facts as I have stated them, ask yourself if you would be doing the exact same thing. I would. I hope that I am an example to other LGBTQ people out there who are questioning doing the right thing at the potential cost of themselves and others. We should always do the right thing, no matter how painful the process might be. Wow, that's, uh, I mean, honestly, that guy is an insurgent, white supremacist, uh, Democrat, probably a MAGA fascist or something. No, maybe not. Yeah. Doing what's right. And wouldn't you like to uh, see the government do what's right instead of the nonsense? I'm, I just feel blessed that, that all of this has been exposed in the last few years, and we're getting a snapshot. And I'm really, really... Uh, very, very thankful the whistleblowers 
for coming forward. How many whistleblowers uh, when Donald Trump was president? Do we have them lined up like this? Do we have them like that? Or did they just do uh, congressional hearings uh, that featured selected uh, sycophantic witnesses and uh, not allow them to be uh, cross-examined and not allow people who are not uh, liberal progressive Republicans to be on the, uh, on the kangaroo court? Isn't that kind of the way it happens? No, that's what they had while, uh, while, uh, you know, while Joe Biden has been the president. Uh, and uh, Donald Trump never had any of this. This is Catherine Herridge. I guess she pre-taped an interview with Joseph Ziegler a few days ago. And here uh, she is. And by the way, uh, props to Catherine Herridge, not CBS, although CBS finally pulled its head out of its butt by acknowledging that Hunter Biden's laptop was real like six months ago. I know, I know, I know. But Catherine Herridge uh, is just amazing. Listen to this. Why did you want to interview Hunter Biden's adult children? So a lot of the um, business deductions expenses related to the adult children. Did you get the approvals? So we never received the approvals to, to talk to, to, to those people. What did the assistant U.S. attorney tell you? That that's going to get us into hot water. What? Is that in the IRS handbook, avoiding hot water? No, but I mean, I was asking to do these certain things. And roadblock after roadblock was put up in front of me. That is just amazing, isn't it? Every time he tried to dig deeper into this and go after and just question members of the Biden family for all of the evidence that he was, you know, investigating all of the the millions of dollars coming in, for, presumably for selling influence because the Bidens don't produce anything. <laughs> you know, it's like it literally like uh, uh, there were family members, a granddaughter who, who literally did not have a job and got uh, tens of thousands of dollars from Grampy. Yeah, so it's just, I, honestly, it's uh, it's almost laughable. It would be laughable if it weren't so damn serious for the future of the country, to be quite honest. I think we need a little, do we need a little uh, a little comedic break here? I think so. I think we do. This is Jim Gossett about Jack Smith crossing the line. Indicting Trump for no good reason. Jack Smith should be charged with treason. The DOJ should force Jack to resign. I'm going to do the low part here. I like this thing. For crossing the line, crossing the line, line. Jack Smith's causing great division, trying to put Trump in prison, when Sleepy Joe don't even face a fine. For crossing the line, crossing the line, line. Crossing the line, crossing the line, line. Yeah. All righty, that's Jim Gossett, the great Jim Gossett. And I uh, I wrote for uh, Rush Limbaugh, Talent on Loan from God, for uh, like 20 years. And i got to tell you, Jim Gossett, dang, he's uh, he's one of the best that I've ever heard. And uh, that's, a, that's a glorious song. So anyway, let's, uh, let's move on. Let's talk about cocaina. Yeah, they found coke in the White House. All of the things, you look at all of this, <laughs> it's just laughable. 
All of the evidence uh, is just it's just laughable. I mean, listen, we, we got people who, uh, you know, like Joe Scarborough literally saying, oh, yeah, Joe Biden, he's as sharp as a tack. He's as sharp as a, you know, and we're all going, no, he's not, you know. And now you got all this uh, criminal malfeasance and all these uh, banking records and all, and then they're still doing that. And there's just going to be a point where the weight becomes so overwhelming that I hope that uh, history sweeps these morons into a dust pile. Uh, you know, not literally into a dust pile, but, you know, sweeps them into the garbage. How's that? Sweeps them into the garbage because they've defended so much just corruption. Uh, they've defended all the COVID shutdowns, all the lockdowns, all the lies about the vaccine, all the lies about schools need to be closed, all the lies about your kid needs to be uh, vaccinated, all of the lies. I and mean, they just keep going on. And these people, I mean, there will be a point where history has to look at these people who towed this party line. Uh, in a very poor fashion, and uh, maligns and ridicules them. So that's uh, my job for now. I'm just going to say I, that's what that's my job for now. So uh, Dan Bongino was on with uh, Eric Bowling last night. Pretty cool because you know Dan Bongino was fired from Fox, and Dan Bongino is uh, an ex FBI agent. And Dan Bongino is an amazing man. I uh, got to know Dan Bongino was running for office for the first time in in uh, D.C. and had him on the air at uh, WMAL in Washington, D.C. before everybody else had and This is like 12, 15 years ago, 14 years ago. And he is a phenom. He is a phenom. And it's a blessing that he did not get elected because he's much more effective in what he does. But here is uh, Dan Bongino, a former Secret Service agent, talking about how the cocaine in the White House got in the White House. And, And he is hearing from people in the Secret Service still, and even those out, obviously, as connections. And they're all saying they know exactly what happened. Here is a soundbite number one from Dan Bongino on the Eric Bowling Show, The Balance on Newsmax. Can we just, like, talk in common sense terms? I worked there 12 years. We never found coke in the White House. In a decade plus two years, I worked there in the Secret Service. And no friend has contacted me since. So we haven't found any coke in the White House. Yet you get a guy who's <laughs> on tape on his computer smoking the crack. Yeah, that's you it. know doing his thing with hookers. Looks like a UFC match. We don't know what the hell he's doing in there, right? The guy's got a history of drug use. Yeah. The guy's got a history of like he moves into the White House. He was there on Friday. The crack's found on Sunday, and we're all sitting around like, man. Who the hell you think could have well, brought that know. coke in the White House? Uh, uh, I don't know. Who could have possibly done it? Now, do I know it's Hunter Biden's crack? I don't know that. However, having been a former criminal investigator, yes. I'm not stupid either. If you're looking for a list of suspects, suspect numero uno is Hunter Biden. Yeah, it's the same as uh, suspect number one for where the COVID uh, virus came from. The Wuhan lab, where the uh, the city, where the, the uh, ground zero for the virus in a lab that was producing viruses just like that. Weaponizing animal viruses to be more effective in humans oh and we were paying for it too but other than that uh nothing to pay nothing to even think about here here is dan bongino he says that everybody in the secret service knows where this cocaine is uh, from and or who it was for eric every single person i've worked with who's called me has told me they know you're telling me on the bag on the cubby door and on the key that magically not a single fingerprint was left behind I mean, really, uh, you know, don't pee on my you know, leg, you know, man. You know, and and Dan, to be honest okay? with you, 
I, you've spent time in the White House. I've spent, those cubbies are right by the entrance to, uh, to the White House, right yes. by the reception desk. You go yes. to the left, there's cubbies there. Eric, how small is that area? Tiny. Tell people how small it is. Tiny, and there's cameras everywhere, and there's a, there's a guard so, at the so, front so door. So you and I are both seated. There is zero way you would put something in that cubby in some right. surreptitious manner without right. five or six people looking going, dude, what are you doing? What are you it's doing? a tiny right. area. Yeah, yeah. Now... Of course, this is all circumstantial because uh, the FBI, uh, not the FBI, the, the Secret Service did a thorough, thorough search. And they discovered that all of the surveillance cameras, there, was, there were blind spots there. There were blind spots. Now, <laughs> they also changed their story. Uh, the White House changed the story, where it was from and all this. The last story I heard, it was in cubby number 50, and the key was missing. That should be... Real easy to track down. Now, Dan Bongino made a, uh, uh, and this is because he has experience in, uh, in law enforcement. He has some worldly experience that I could never match. And he posited this. Think about this. Hunter Biden is one of the most well, public officials right now in Washington, D.C. He has been outed because of his own uh, malfeasance as a coke addict, uh, as a uh, prostitute monger, among other things. And he is doing everything to keep his nose clean. <laughs> Sorry, I just kind of slipped on that when he keeping his nose clean. Anyway, <clears throat> so how hard would it be for Hunter Biden to get some coke? Used to be when he was staying in, you know, he was staying in a hotel in, in uh, what was it, L.A., and he had this uh, high-dollar hotel, and he'd have hookers delivered there and, uh, you know, all sorts of stuff. And he, he was able to, do, you know, do his cocaine binges and all that. But you're living in the White House. How hard is it to get coke in the White House? They don't have a machine down there, do they? It's like, hey, you know, here's a $10. I'll get an eight ball. It just pop there, and it drops out. Like, oh, gosh darn it, it's hung up there just like those Fritos that I wanted. No, no, no. Maybe somebody brought it. I, you know, just think it out loud here. Dan Bongino. Was it the staff? Doubt it. They're drug tested. Was it the Secret Service? No freaking way, brother. Uniform Division Secret Service? Nope. White no, 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 no. House mess? Nope. They're military. They're drug tested, yeah, too. So who is it? A hard-pin staffer? Mm-mm. A hard-pin staffer is going to do coke in the White House? Nah. Hey, I feel like doing coke today. Where should I do it? Oh, let's do it in the White <laughs> House. That's a great idea. Uh, I think it's fairly obvious yes. this is either some Biden family member yes. or a friend of that said person who was escorted in. I'm going to say one more thing because yes. let's just say some people called me. I addressed this on my show today, but I huh. want to put it on Newsmax because you guys got a you know nice following. Huh. What? Let's just say a friend called me up and said, don't preclude the possibility that the cocaine found in the White House there was not accidentally left behind. Uh-huh. In other words, it was left there deliberately for someone to find. I wonder. And let's just say someone else may have found it. Uh-oh. So that's a story I kind of yeah. heard from someone yeah. who may know a little something so, about so, something. We'll see what happens. But there you go. Know it there you go. It kind of makes sense. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. What you do in your bedroom is your business. What you do to our country is ours. It's The Rob Carson Show. Uh, it is the Rob Carson Show on, uh, on uh, well, I guess on the mic right now, the congressional hearings, um, two whistleblowers of the IRS, uh, one has been known as uh, Whistleblower X, he is uh, Joseph Ziegler, um, and I'm not going to say it, uh, you know, 
I, I, everybody's like, he's a gay Repu- or he's a gay Democrat. Yeah, okay, great. That's already out there. I'm not going to open up every microtile and say, yeah, oh, he's a gay Democrat. Uh, he's a, he's a truth teller. He's concerned about. He's 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 actually, despite the and you try to leave the Democrat Party. Uh, it gets really big, real ugly, because everybody attacks. They destroy you. And he has already said that's happened to him. Uh, that said, here's a little bit more from Joseph Ziegler, uh, previously known as Whistleblower X. Respect to the 2014 tax year, Hunter Biden did not report any of the money he earned from Burisma for what? the 2014 tax year. What? Which would have lo- which would have been a tax loss to the government of $124,000. According to my previous testimony, Hunter Biden did not report this income to the IRS or pay tax on the source of income. There is nothing that I see in the public documents as to the Department of Justice's action against Hunter Biden that indicate that Hunter Biden will be required to pay tax on this Burisma income from 2014 or amend his 2014 tax return. Somebody, somebody better call Wesley Snipes and tell him that you were in jail for three years for nothing, you know? And, and somebody ought to call all the, uh, all the people who uh, went to jail for uh, lying on a gun form or, or using crack cocaine. Somebody ought to need to talk to those people because, uh, you know, um, uh, they did not get off scot-free. They, they, got, they, they, they did not get off scot-free. And I would presume that many of them uh, could be people of color. So there you go. And I only say that because, uh, you know, the Democrats say that they're the party of this and the party of that. Uh, but yet the Biden family didn't live by the same rules, are they? No, 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 no. Let's go to Mo in Muncie. We got Mo in Muncie on the phone in Indiana. Hello, Mo. How are you? Hello, Rob. I'm doing okay, considering our country is just going down the drain faster than anyone ever dreamed it would. But can I first say... I think Rush would be so incredibly proud of you for having Donald Trump on the other day. Thank you. It was so wonderful to hear. It made my heart so happy. I'm a semi-driver, and I was having a day. I needed it. (laughs) You bet. Hey, you know, the thing that I, I, uh, you know, I, I, um, I thought the interview went very well. I think the biggest thing is that I let him talk. And and uh, where, whereas most, you know, everybody's going to see block him for saying, oh, you know, 2020 was fine. I said, you talk and tell your story. And, and I think it was I thought it was epic. And I thought that he was like, finally, I'm not getting, you know, uh, interrupted by somebody. But thank you. Yes, thank sir. you very much. Thank you. Yes, sir. And I, I honestly I hope he's listening. I um, someone had I'm a semi driver and someone had written Trump 2024 on the back of my semi trailer. <laughs> and I started out in Indiana at my first store I deliver groceries and then i went to uh west virginia i started indiana went to ohio went to west virginia stopped at several stops every store every person with thumbs up yes 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 that tells you all over america people support him and uh, one last thing on that subject i would love he may be young but i would love a trump ramaswamy ticket oh my gosh i believe that would just check all the needed boxes but it would be wonderful for America. They both seem to love the country. Um, yes, sir. I would just. I so's would, Byron Donalds. So's Byron yes, Donalds. You I, know. I would support that also. I would. Or Carrie Lake. Or Carrie yes, Lake. Woo. Yes, sir. Woo. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, you know, we won't. We won't. We won't step over there too far. I. 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 I believe men have fought and died. Mo, I got to run. I got to run. Thank you for trucking. Keep on trucking, baby. I've been waiting since 1978 to say that to a trucker. All right. (laughs) Let's take a break. Last half hour of the show right ahead. I wouldn't go anywhere if I were you.
Sleepy Joe. Joe Biden's been asleep for years. This has to be a wake-up call and shine a bright spotlight on anything like this behavior anywhere. It's the Rob Carson Show. Come on. It's uh, New Bumper Music Wednesday. <laughs> a little biggie for you. So, um, and I'm not a big rap guy. It's just that the the like the uh, uh, the early days of hip hop, uh, late '80s, uh, '90s, and early aughts. It was it was magnificent. I mean, it really was. It was it was uh, it was brilliant. It really was. Uh, it gets a lot of heat. You know, it rap is the violence and all. No, it, there were there was some of that, but dang, <clears throat> it was some really good stuff too. Uh, sampling uh, and whatnot is pretty pretty uh, awesome, and it cranks up real good in my Bronco. So um, the hearings are going on at Capitol Hill. The IRS whistleblowers. Uh, we found out that uh, one of the whistleblowers is uh, Joseph Ziegler. He is a gay Democrat. I know whatever. Anyway, here he is being asked by James Comer about money that Hunter Biden earned between 2014 and 2019 that he didn't pay any money on. Here so that amount would be uh, from Romania. So the approximate total transfers from the Romania company would have been $3.1 million to everyone. $3.1 million. How much did Hunter Biden and his business associates receive from State Energy HK Limited through the Robinson Walker LLC? So total transfers from State Energy HK to Rob Walker was $3 million. $3 wow. million. Was there a $100,000 payment from CEFC Infrastructure to Owasco PC, Hunter Biden's Wait a minute! Isn't that the isn't that the uh, company in China that uh, they went after Gal Luft for because Gal Luft worked there and was ready to expose what Joe Biden did to get all this money? Professional corporation. Uh, yes, Chairman. Approximately how much was transferred to Hunter Biden and his business associates through Hudson West Three? So. The total transfers from Hudson West 3 to everyone was $3.7 million. Damn, is he an NBA player? Because I swear to God, you don't get that kind of jing. If, yeah, that's a, that's a slang word for money. It's nothing racial. That's a lot of money for somebody who doesn't do anything. I mean, that is pretty, pretty darn crazy. But here is Jamie Raskin, who's still wearing the do-rag on his head. And, yeah, it's fine and everything. But, honestly, a, a patriotic do-rag doesn't make you less of a D-bag. Uh, here is Jamie Raskin saying, there's no evidence that the Bidens were corrupt. There is no evidence that Hunter Biden has received any kind of official favoritism in this prosecution for being Joe Biden's son. On the Wow. Wow. He's, he's wearing the glasses that don't show the emperor standing there naked. Contrary, there are more than 10 million Americans who have filed taxes but failed to pay them. The exact crime Hunter Biden is pleading guilty. Whoa, 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 wait, hold on. Oh, my God, that's fantastic. That is fantastic. Listen to that again. He's fine because 10 million Americans haven't paid taxes either. Who have filed taxes but failed to pay them. The exact crime Hunter Biden is pleading guilty to. Yeah, but not, uh, I don't know, tens of millions of dollars from foreign entities for influence. The vast majority of these cases are resolved administratively or through civil settlement. How many people went to jail? How many people went to jail, sir? How many people's lives were made into a living hell being chased by the IRS? How many more people would their lives would be made into a living hell by the 87,000 jackbooted thug IRS agents that Joe Biden is hiring? 
Indeed, every year the IRS and DOJ obtain convictions and sentences in fewer than 700 cases for tax crimes of any kind, a minuscule percentage. Okay, what is the percentage of tax crimes that involve amounts over, mm, I don't know, a couple million dollars? He's amazing. And Jamie Raskin also was making excuses for Hunter Biden's addiction. Yeah, you know what? There are a whole lot of addicts in jail. In fact, I would venture to say more addicts than not in jail. So trying to excuse it by saying, oh, yeah, he had an addiction. I mean, listen, I had an addiction, too, you know. I got over my addiction. It happened overnight. It was a miracle. But uh, I never did anything like, I don't know, stealing lots of money from the American taxpayer and, you know, snorting coke off of prostitutes, but, you know, things like that. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> It's just, it is just amazing. It is uh, just amazing. I think a little bit more from, uh, this is uh, a little bit more from uh, the uh, uh, informant X. Similar powers to that of a special counsel in this case. Free reign to do as needed. That was not the case. It appeared to me. I already played that one. I already played that one. So, uh, yeah, pretty exciting stuff. Now we know, now we know why uh, there's been a new indictment or at least a letter from Jack Smith to uh, Donald Trump on Sunday night that uh, is talking about an impending uh, indictment, which may or may not happen. I'm, I'm assuming it'll happen because, you know, uh, Jack Smith is a political thug. Uh, he is a uh, Stalinist. And uh, I, I, all of these people involved in this, you're, there's, there's going to be hell to pay. <laughs> there is. And I'm not talking about Joe Biden's hair. Hell to pay. Uh, he does have a hell to pay, but uh, they, they're going to have some hell to pay. And we're going to have more audio. In, in the meanwhile, the, the Democrats are just looking like complete buffoons trying to defend what everybody in the country knows, what 70% of the American people know, and say that the Bidens are corrupt. And yet uh, morons like uh, uh, Jerry Connolly are defending. And, of course, uh, uh, you've got uh, Mr. Raskin from Maryland uh, saying, well, you know, a lot of people have the drug addicts, and the drug addicts, they deserve and this and that. And a lot of people, you know, they cheat on their t- taxes and so whatever it's just there it's buffoonery is what it is so i heard that tim kane in uh, virginia has a uh, an opponent coming up here and he's a pretty impressive dude and i wrote him on uh, linkedin a year ago october because he had done a speech and i was like ah, you're impressive man where you been all this stuff well uh, he is uh a uh, very impressive cat. His name is Hung Kao, and he is uh, 25 years in the Navy, retired, has announced his bid in the U.S. Senate, for the U.S. Senate, seeking to unseat incumbent Democrat Tim Kaine. And I've got a little bit of his, uh, his uh, campaign ad, and I'm going to tell you, it doesn't get much more inspirational than this. Listen to his story and how he ties it in to the problems we are facing in this country. This is, again, the guy's name, and if I were in Virginia, I would do, be, do whatever I could to volunteer his campaign. Uh, hung Cow and running for Senate. This is the scariest sound you will hear when you live in a communist country. This is the last sound my parents heard when their fathers were taken away in the middle of the night and they never saw their loved ones again. That's the sound of losing your freedom, the sound of always living in fear. 
That's my family's real life story. We escaped from Vietnam just days before Saigon fell to the communists. We were given a new life in the most generous country on earth. America saved my life. I graduated from the United States Naval Academy. I earned a master's in physics and fellowships at MIT and Harvard. Yeah, but I mean, that's not even close to the experience that AOC has, because she's... Okay, back to the commercial. Before the left replaced merit with racial quotas. I spent my life trying to repay my debt to America. My country. Our country. Oh, uh, you know, he's probably a MAGA fascist because he loves his country. I mean, how could you love the country? It's so white supremacist. 25 years of service in Navy Special Operations. Combat in Iraq, Afghanistan, and Somalia. But now our country has taken a dark turn. This is great. Oh. That's Joe Biden's Justice Department sending two dozen armed agents to arrest a pro-life activist in front of his family. Wow. That's Joe Biden's IRS raiding a gun shop and seizing thousands of records from law-abiding gun owners. Wow. Our names, our addresses, our social security numbers. That's Joe Biden arresting his challenger in the next election, a former president of the United States. And now a different sound. That's the sound of someone breaking into your home or business. The sound of crime destroying our cities and communities. That's how it all starts. They let criminals back on our streets. Millions of illegal immigrants pour across our border each year, uh -huh. including military-aged men from all over the world. Huh. And enough fentanyl to kill every man, woman, and child in this country. And the Biden family? Well, that's how it works in a dictatorship. The rules don't apply to the rulers. We are losing our country. You know it, but you also know you can't say it. We're forced to say that wrong is right. We're forced to lie. Yeah. We can't let that happen. Amen, bro. This guy is uh, this guy is impressive. I want you to listen to the uh, uh, the things that he will be savaged for by the left. He uh, he graduated from the United States Naval Academy, later earning a master's in physics, with subsequent fellowships at MIT and Harvard. Served twenty five years in U.S. special ops, seeing combat in Iraq. Afghanistan and Somalia. Wow. I want to see polling on this guy because it's going to blow up. Uh, Hung Kao is his name, and uh, he is something, uh, someone that uh, you should uh, remember. And I'm working on getting him on the show, kind of get to know him a little bit. All right, um, I've got some other things I want to get to today. Aside from all the corruption in Washington, D.C., there will be much more, by the way. There will be much more tomorrow as these hearings continue. But first, let's do this. Gender confusion. What is my gender today? Hey, hey. Come on. Gender confusion. Hey, hey. I teach my elementary school students about gender identity. Now, a lot of people are uh, surprised that Admiral Rachel Levine, an outspoken proponent of radical leftist gender ideology, has indicated that children can undergo the wrong puberty. Now, uh, this... Uh, mentally ill individual, uh, Rachel Levine, said this uh, over a year ago, said that kids could go through the wrong puberty. And um, there's only one puberty, and that's the puberty that's programmed into your body. And that's the right puberty. But this uh, freak, and I honestly, I, honestly, th if anybody who says that kids can go through the wrong puberty and that kids can undergo transitional surgery and hormonal uh, uh, puberty blockers before their 18th birthday... 
I'm, I'm going to name call. I'm going to call them out. This person should not be in office. The only reason this person is in office is because Joe Biden is the president. And here is what Rachel Levine said about uh, kids going through the wrong puberty. What would you say to folks who think that they're being reasonable by saying, why can't children just wait till they're 18? Adolescence is hard and puberty is hard. What if you're going through the wrong puberty? What if you inside feel that you are female? Okay, see, that's mental. That's not physical. That is a manifestation of a mental problem that you are going to enshrine in physical mutilation. But now you're going through a male puberty. The I think I need to hear that again. I want you to listen to this carefully. Can you imagine someone telling you that your little girl getting her first period uh, and, and growing into a woman is going through the wrong puberty? What would you say to folks who think that they're being reasonable by saying, why can't children just wait till they're 18? Adolescence is hard and puberty is hard. What if you're going through the wrong puberty? What if you inside feel that you are female, but now you're going through a male puberty? The wow. And this is the party that says that Hunter and Joe Biden are uh, not corrupt. And this is the party that says boys should be able to compete with girls. And this is the party. I mean, honestly, listen to this. Biological male who identifies as a transgender female recently competed in a women's cycling race to stir controversy and prove that biological men have a physical exam uh, advantage over fe uh, biological females. Nahua Ren nailed it. I'm so good with those names from that country over there, wherever it is. I guess, I, think, I guess it's South Korea. Anyway, was born a male, but underwent uh, gender-affirming surgery. I wonder if you get that home sent, sent home in a jar. Sometimes they'll do that with, like, your ligament, or they'll put it in a jar. You can take it with you when you get... I wonder. That's not a pickle. Anyway, in 2022, uh, according to Korea Times, I was seven when I thir first thought I was born a woman. So uh, he had won medals in men races, men's races before transitioning, and then to stir controversy, decided to enter uh, a women's competition and beat the women to prove a point. He says, I have no unresolved feelings over winning because that's no longer what I want. My goal was to stir controversy, get my story heard by competing. I'm not honored. I am not proud of myself at all. I believe other transgender athletes would feel the same way. They may not want to admit it, but they're being selfish. There is no honor as an athlete in that. This is what I talked about with Leah Thomas and others. They have no sense of shame. There used to be a thing called shame. You used to be told when I was a kid, don't ever hit a girl. Okay? I don't particularly like the expression, you throw like a girl, uh, because my daughter throws better than I do. But there is shame in having to compete with women as a man because you can't beat men. Sorry, it's just the truth. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. To all the Brandons out there, we salute you. It's The Rob Carson Show. We are winning, guys. You know why? Because truth wins. Because good wins. Otherwise, we would have uh, uh, Hitler's nephew in charge of uh, the Chancellor of Germany. But you know what? Things change. Things do change. And uh, we are on the cusp of a new American revolution. 
today is a, is a fine example. Yesterday uh, was a fine example. You've got uh, uh, a special counsel going after an ex-president of the United States to keep him from running. Literally a third world attempt to take down an opposing candidate to the man who's in power, who, by the way, shouldn't be in power. But you couldn't say that. You couldn't say that, uh, hey, maybe uh, the FBI was involved in throwing the election, and maybe there was some malfeasance, and maybe this and maybe that, because the government decided to shut down your ability to talk, to speak out, to take away your first amendment right to have your grievances redressed by the government. That was one of the many things that they uh, slapped around while, uh, while Joe Biden, when Joe Biden took uh, Took office. Now, the, the positive is we are winning. For instance, a millionaire benefactor has uh, reportedly pulled a six-figure donation from Arizona State University because of left-wing hostility and activism on the school's campus. Tom Lewis, a real estate magnate who's donated millions to ASU over the last two decades, pulled his annual $400,000 pledge to the university's donor honors college, saying he was prompted to do so by faculty condemning a staff member for organizing on-campus events featuring conservatives. All right. Then there's this. Arizona State University fired two employees and harassed them over a recent event at this school with conservative panelists Charlie Kirk and Dennis Prager, among others. Uh, in an interview with Ann Atkinson, one of the terminated employees said that uh, they got threats and harassment uh, faced from the leftist faculty members and ASU leadership before was ultimately being fired for organizing the event. Dean Tara Williams is also shutting down the T.W. Lewis Center for Personal Development, likely to extinguish conservative thought on campus. Before the event, 37-plus members of the radical left faculty at the Barrett's Honors College organized a petition against the event, uh, slandered the speakers as white nationalist provocateurs. Um, you know what? It's time to uh, bud light higher education. I'm serious. That's now a, a verb, by the way. Bud Light. When you Bud Light something, it means you uh, you look at what they're doing and you go, I'm not going to support that anymore. I'm not going to buy the product anymore. So I would say whenever you hear a hint of this crap, whether it's uh, you know BLM at uh, the University of Missouri a few years ago, uh, whether it be you know whatever, uh, 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 maybe it's Alan West speaking at a at a university and having to be escorted off campus to avoid getting uh, attacked. Uh, the same goes with uh, uh, Riley Gaines being uh, cornered in a in a room for hours before she was finally removed. If your university is doing that. Don't fund your university anymore. If your alma mater has become this, you don't owe your alma mater anything. You paid for education. You may still be paying for it. You owe your alma mater nothing if they decided to go down this path. I know it's hard. I know you like to go to the football games. I get it. But as far as financial support, if they shut down speech on campus of any kind, you need to defund them. You need to Bud Light them. Let's take a break and come back, wrap things up. This is The Rob Carson Show. That's going to do it for the show, guys. Make sure to check out the podcast today with D.C. Drano. Newsmax.com slash listen. Watch Newsmax today for all the coverage of the hearings on Capitol Hill. In the meantime, God bless and don't catch the stupid. See you tomorrow.